This episode might be brought to you by Clean Smart Disinfectant Spray. This spray is, kills 99.9% .9 of viruses, bacteria, and disgusting shit. It's a great little compact bottle you could bring around on the go, and when someone fucking sneezes in your area, or you got some slimy fucking greaseball gross piece of shit next to you that just can't seem to keep his coughs and his sneezes in his arm, you buy Clean Smart Disinfectant Spray. Get rid of those fucking creepy... What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Kicks and Giggles podcast. Today's going to be a good show because it's it's a morning show, but rather than me waking up and like forcing myself to fucking sit here uh, and like being tired and groggy, you know, I woke up, I ate food, I kind of chilled out for a little bit, uh, and now I'm starting the show. I had a calm morning, you know, the thing that pisses me off the most, which is why I can't wait to live alone, is I like my mornings to just be fucking chill as hell. I want to wake up play some, you know, Mac Miller or play like some artist that I like to listen to, um, listen to some music, watch some YouTube videos, whatever the fuck I'm feeling. I like to just do my own thing in the morning and then, you know, get out of bed 30 minutes after waking up, um, and then make some food. It just fucking chill out. Uh, I can't wait to live alone. I, I like the part of me that doesn't want to get married imagines like me waking up and then the fucking second I'm up. My girlfriend or my wife is next to me, and she's like, good morning, sweetie, how are you? Or, that's a perfect world, that would actually be fine, but like, the the real fucking Instagram versus reality, Instagram is like, good morning, sweetheart, would you like some eggs? And then reality is like, why the fuck did you sleep 20 minutes late? We're supposed to go out to eat and meet Carrie for fucking breakfast, and you fucked this up already. That's reality. So I, I imagine that, and for any of you guys out there that have a wife, if you ever wake up and your wife is like already up and fucking ready and you have like plans, I feel bad for you because I feel like that would be so fucking horrible. I hate, the other thing I hate is, um, glad we're starting off on a positive note, I hate fucking, wi like when I have plans and the other person is like, you better hurry up. It's like, dude, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I'm going to be there or I'm going to be a little fucking late and you have to deal with it. And that's just, that's how that goes. I hate when they're like, hurry up, man. Got to be there soon. And it's like a breakfast. Like, if what's the fucking worst that could happen if I'm a little bit late? I don't know, man. I just, I'm really not good with shit like that when it's like girls or... Like, or making a plan with a fucking woman, and then you gotta do, like, I don't know, dude. I'm not ready for it, okay? I'm not ready to get married. I'm not trying to get married. I'm not trying to have my wife bitch at me the fucking second I wake up. Um, or even even if she was, like, happy to see me in the morning. Just waking up and then someone being, like, at my house already is fucking annoying. Even though she's my wife, it just pisses me off. It's like when I'm playing Fortnite... And someone just joins my party. Do you guys know what I mean? For all you Xbox or PS4 players, you're in a party with like four, three kids, right? You're playing a game. Then it's just someone joins and they're like, yo, what's up? To me, that's like sitting in a like basement with your friends and then just someone fucking spawns and they're just there. And then they're like, yo, like, dude, no, we didn't fucking, you're not invited. So go back.
it just pisses me off, okay? Um, I guess this is going to be, today's going to be an episode where I talk about kind of the more negative, not so flashy, like dope shit, you know? I've, ta- I've said this before, like social media gives you, uh, gives you, all you see from social media, from Instagram, from Snapchat is like the dope shit that people are doing. You know, Will Smith's fucking skydiving on his birthday. Sean Mendez is fucking making out with Julia Michaels and she's the f- hottest girl ever. Oh my God. Uh, it's just, you, you're just very jealous or you're fucking very, you get put in a very sideline position. And with my podcast, most people message me and say like, dude, you're real as fuck. Like, you tell it how it is, and, you know, I, I get a lot of that. I don't really get, like, people don't say that I'm cocky or that I'm an asshole a lot, um, and I like that. And if you guys ever think that I'm an asshole in a cocky or show-off way, then DM me and be like, hey, man, you're being a dick. Because my podcast, I started it when I was pretty small, and I still am pretty small. But eventually, I see myself growing a lot in fans and followers and all that shit, and I don't think that's ever going to change who I am. But if it does, tell me, okay? Keep me in check. Um, so after I do this little fan question, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you guys some shittier stories. You know, we've talked about the traveling and the meeting people and some of the cooler parts. I'm going to tell you guys some shittier things I've experienced, okay? And then I have a fucking great announcement after that. So here we go. I guess this is really what it, how the podcast should have started. Um, so this guy, Francisco. Oh, Francisco. Oh, my God. Who the fuck would ever... Ne- hey, Francisco. Um, Francisco Javier. That's why I think I got the... I don't know where the CH came in there. 918. Uh, he's actually bought shoes for me. I guess he fucking lives in Singapore or something like that. Or he travels there. or I don't know. He's a good guy, though. He says, do you use any productivity apps or tools? What has been your best and worst business or career decision so far? What advice do you have for the younger generation watching you? These are three fucking bomb questions, okay? Bomb in a good way. Not like not like Francisco type of questions. These are some Francisco-ass questions, okay? Um, first one, do you use any productivity apps or tools? No, because I think that makes you a fucking robot. You know what I mean? I like to, well, not really. Some of them do. Like sleeping apps, when it's like they play like weird noises and then it dings every time you like need to wake up. Or I don't know, shit that like you have to fucking order something and hook it up to your head and then it tracks your sleep and it tells you your REM, REM hours and all that. It's cool, but it's fucking scary shit. And actually, now that I'm talking about this, my brother, <laughs> he thinks he has sleep apnea or he thinks he like has weird sleeping, whatever the fuck. And he just ordered this like helmet thing and it looks like a wrestling helmet and it like it's expandable and it stretches over your face and it like fucking holds your jaw shut and he sleeps with that on and that's fucked up. I don't know. What, that doesn't make me think he's a robot. It makes me think like I, if I slept with that thing on, I would freak the fuck fuck out in the middle of the night and like I feel like I wouldn't be able to breathe and then it would take me a second and I'd be like Angie you could breathe out of your fucking nose and then I'd be like oh, okay well then I'm fine but I would freak out okay and waking up not being able to open my mouth that's scary shit 
So productivity apps, not no, not a big fan of those. Um, I know there's ones for like banking and like budgeting and all that, but that's like too organized for me. I'm a piece of shit when it comes to most things. Um, and staying organized when it comes to like cleaning my room, I'm good with, but like other shit, I'm just, I can't get it. I can't wrap my head around all that. I wish I could be like that, but I'm not. I can't even use the app that fucking does it all for you. Um, next question. What has been your best and worst business or career decision so far? Career decisions. Uh, this is kind of deep. But when I got out of high school, this is pretty important too. When I got out of high school, I had no fucking clue what I wanted to do. I felt like I was a piece of shit. I was a little sad. I'm not going to say like depressed or anything, but I just felt like a piece of shit. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. I felt like I had no goal. I had no plan. You know, I always like thought about little things. I thought about fucking doing SNL before. I always wanted to do like little skits with my brothers and we would record some stuff here and there. Um... And then I wanted to be like the top salesman for whatever, like I just knew I was good at sales, but then I knew that my personality could get me somewhere way farther than like just selling shit and having meetings. So I was going all over the place with my dream and career fucking goals when it came to high school, like senior year. Um, And then I figured like everybody else has this fucking plan that's just paved for them, whether it's like college or... They have like a job set up with, I don't fucking know, or they're like just gifted when it comes to the point where they could just draw or animate or sing or like they're musicians. Like I felt like I didn't have anything that was really like my talent, you know, Um, besides like selling shit. So I was going to sell meat with my dad. My dad's like a fucking top high end fucking hall of fame or meat salesman. And I was going to sell meat with him, but then he told me, like, I really don't think you should do this. Like, you could do this as a plan B when you're older. Like, you're so young. There's so much shit you have to do. Like, it's not a good idea right now. And in my mind, I was like, wow, fuck you, dad. Because, like, that that was, like, my only plan that I had somewhat paved out for me was, like, okay, I get to work with my dad. But then he told me it was a bad idea. And I started realizing, like, wow, maybe I shouldn't do this because I started selling shoes again. And then I was like, I need to take my shit to the next level. So that's when everything kind of went went fucking big. Um, So the best decision that I made, which is really my dad made, was not having me fucking sell meat. Because I would have been in an office right now. Sure, I'd be making great money, but it would be, like, very... Like what I could make now in this job is very similar to what I'd be making in 20 years. Whereas right now, uh, kind of doing my own thing, I kind of get to live out this journey of like making money and meeting people and doing all these amazing things um, that I would never been, never would have been able to experience. And uh, who fucking knows where my future can, what my future can hold. And if I become a piece of shit, then I'll fucking go sell meat and I'll kill it there, you know? So that's kind of good. Um, so the best decision I made, or decision in period, in in period, was not selling meat with my dad, I guess. Um, and that was really like props to him, you know. Um, what advice do you have for the younger generation watching you? Here's my advice, okay. And I'm gonna try to make this somewhat quick because I can't like I, I'll get too into this and just fucking go on for hours. My advice for the younger generation watching me is 
by the time you guys grow up, let's say you're 10, 12, fucking 15, which if you're 10, this probably isn't the best show to be listening to, but the younger people in general, um, you need to realize when you're in school that just because one person's standing and you're sitting doesn't fucking mean that they have the right to look down at you or tell you what to do or force you into believing anything or thinking any way about a certain topic, okay? Um, of course, I'm talking about school. When it comes to school and it comes to learning and reading and math and science and all that, a lot of people learn differently than others, okay? I believe that I have some sort of ADHD or ADD and I learn a lot slower than other people. So when I'm sitting in a class full of fucking 10 super smart kids and then 20 pretty average kids, everyone's learning at a great pace. Everyone's able to get A's and B's and fucking bomb tests or, okay, bomb is negative and do great in tests. Um, and I felt like, I A, I didn't really care, but B, I couldn't even, like when I would try to listen and learn, I needed like that one-on-one. -on -one. So what I'm saying here is school isn't the only fucking way to be successful. It's not made to make every single person immensely successful. If school made people wildly successful, everyone goes there so everybody would have a crazy amount of money. School is made to serve very average people. If you go to college, if you go to high school and you do great, the best you can become is pretty highly above average, you know? And that's not that great. Um, there's very few people that went to college that became an actor or became a fucking CEO of some huge company and now they're a billionaire or a multimillionaire. There's not a lot of those people. Um, of course there is, but a lot of the people that go to school, they get a solid job. They end up making at best a few hundred thousand dollars a year, but a majority of them make like 40000 to $80,000 a year. They had very entry-level jobs. And they struggle to keep those jobs and it just becomes a fucking nightmare. Um, unless you're a nurse, unless you're a lawyer, those things are different because obviously you need the school degree and you need the fucking eight years of college or whatever. But if you want to be a gamer, if you want to be a fucking wicked coding expert for some website, if you want to you know, pursue your dream in music or art or even sales, um, when you guys grow up, within the next three years, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, not even Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all of these uh, platforms are going to be able to really fucking set you guys up, um, especially Instagram. So rather than focusing on worrying about like, I need to be better in school, if you don't feel it right away, then go all in on what your fucking passion is. And if you can do that through Instagram and marketing and telling people about what you do and posting about it and selling your shit online or posting your music or your art online, do that, okay? Because that way will work much fucking better than getting some piece of shit degree, okay? Um, and if you're not feeling college, then don't, then don't do it. Okay. I have plenty of friends that are in college right now that are going for a business degree, or I want to get fucking, I want to be a, uh, what's the other one that's super fucking basic, a graphic designer or some shit, very like random shit. Right. And if you asked them when they were 10 years old, what's your dream job? They wouldn't have said, I want to be a fucking graphic designer or play a fucking C role in a 
Jewel Osco management fucking headquarters. You know what I mean? Um, they would have told you way bigger things. And it's like the same thing if I told you you were going to fucking die tomorrow. And I said, what do you want to do? If you could live out your dream job tomorrow, what would it be? Um, some people might say, I would love to just fucking play in front of a huge venue and rock out with my fucking band. Some people might say, I'd love to go do one last stand up or things along those lines, right? So the main fucking thing is here, do what you want to do. Don't listen to your parents. Don't listen to your fucking piece of shit teachers. And especially don't listen to your brothers or sisters or friends because they don't know what the fuck you want to do. Okay. Sorry to drop some fucking fire knowledge right there, you guys. I really went in there. So now, after I gave that motivational speech, now we're going to talk about the shitty parts of what my past, I don't know, two years. Um, so here's things that haven't worked out before, right? So a lot of people don't know. I've actually tried to model for a company before, and this was like one of the, this was the first time I came down to LA, and I'm not going to give out the company name. I'm not going to give the company guy's name. Um, I'm just going to tell the story. I it's And very fast, just so you could realize how much it was shit for me. Um, so I flew out there and I had to pay for most of it because the guy was like not a fan of paying to fly me out. Um, I think he paid like half the hotel or something. Um, and it was just like a very, it was very fucking random. It was like, hey man, like we think you have a great look. And then I messaged them and I was like, I would totally love to fucking model for you guys. Let me know what I have to do. They invited me to come to LA. So then I went and then we had a few meetings and um, I started like taking pictures for them. And I just fucking walked around with a photographer for hours in like weird alleys and shit in LA. And we were taking pictures, which all of the pictures are fucking cringe. Um, but it was like my first, like doing something adventurous in my fucking life. My first one of those. Um, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't regret it at all. I love that I fucking did this because it helped me realize a lot of things, but now we had to go to Vegas and, um, we went to a thing called the pool trade show, which is just a huge trade show in a big ass, uh, warehouse and it's like 50 different brands, or I think it's more, I think it's like 500 different brands come there, and it's everything from like small fucking mom and pop type of like brands that someone just made overnight and then printed out some shirts, everything from that to like Kylie Jenner was there with her company, and Celine Dion was there with her brand and all that, so it was really cool, like the experience of going here was unreal, right, but the, the L that I took was, um, I not, I didn't really get any fucking money ever. Uh, the deal was like, I get like 6% commission out of sales and like, it was like three bucks every shirt. So I didn't really get a lot of money. I paid for a majority of the trips. They didn't really pay too much. And then fast forward to, um, me, like when I left, okay, when I, the, at the end of the, like what made me leave this company was I was telling the guys, I was like, you need to fucking bet on me because you're 40 years old. The other guy's fucking 48. I'm 19 or I was actually at the time I was like 17. 
Um, I was like, I'm 17. I know what's going on in social media. I know what kids are trying to wear nowadays. I know what fucking streetwear is. Nobody's going to wear a fucking vest that has buckles on it and looks like some Marilyn Manson shit, okay? Kids want skating, ripped jeans. They want flannels. They want shit that pops out so they can match them with their colorful sneakers. You know what I mean? I fucking, I had the incentive. I had the insight or whatever the word is. Um, I knew what the, I, I had a vision for the company, you know, and they didn't fucking listen. And I was telling them I need a flat rate. Like I'm not just going to fucking work based on every three t-shirts we sell a week. You know what I mean? I need to be paid to be here. And then the sales is a extra. It's like when I, like my job right now at Buckle, even in the mall, I am paid an hourly rate to be there and I get a bonus 3% on my sales. So it's like, which is still a piece of shit because it's Buckle in Woodfield Mall. Um, but it's like, which now everybody's going to come fucking see me, I hope. Um, but my point is, it's like, you need to pay me to fucking even take the time out to help you guys. Then when I sell, I get a little tip. You know what I mean? Um, and it's not like the fucking tip is high. The tip is $2 per shirt. Anyways... Um, so we had a, we just, it didn't work. I called him and I was like, dude, I'm not fucking doing this. I'm not going to be your bitch. Uh, you don't want to listen to me. You don't want to take my advice. Then good luck on your own. Good luck finding another 17 year old kid like me. That's going to make a fucking killing. I had a vision for the company. He didn't have, he did not have a vision for me. Okay. At the time I only had about a thousand followers. I never met any celebrities before. My followers were strictly my friends and I was posting stupid shit on Instagram. Fast forward a year later, which is like earlier this year or at the end of last year, um, fast forward about 12 to 16 months later, he's messaging me, asking me for shout outs, asking me, you know, can you do this? Can you do this? And I'm just kind of saying, no, I'm not really interested. Then on my first podcast that I released, I think he listened to it and then said like, no mention of the company. That's weird. And then like was being a dick. And I was like, dude, why the fuck would I mention you? You didn't give a fuck about me when I worked for you. And now you want me to help you out? Like, just because he saw me go from 800 followers to 3,000 to 5,000 to 8,000. Like, and he's going to keep continuing to watch me grow. And in the back of his head, he's going to know. I, if I just fucking believed in that kid, and if I wasn't a cheap dick, and wouldn't have just, if I would have just paid him a little bit, that's all he fucking wanted. If I would have paid him, it would have made me a ton of money now because he's got 8,000 thirsty followers that are willing to support his fucking whatever he's doing. When I sell merch, I'm going to sell way more fucking t-shirts than that guy would have. You know what I mean? So, but it, overall, it was a fucking fat L and it didn't go well for me because it, like I got fired or I quit or whatever, you know? Um, and the modeling pictures were so fucking cringe um, so that was one thing that didn't go well in my life, uh, like business wise. Um, another thing was, I don't think I've said this. I think I hinted at it a little bit, but now I'm going to say it cause I don't give a fuck. Um, if you guys know the rapper young pinch, uh, I was supposed to meet with him in LA and I flew out there and I was trying to meet with him and I was DMing him forever. Um, at the time he had 14,000 followers or some shit, super small and, like on the up upcoming whatever he was like doing well though you know um and i was supposed to bring i was bringing him free shoes i would like i don't do free shoes often but i was such a fan of young pinch at the point where it was like i don't really care for the publicity part like i just fucking really want to meet him and i got blown off and that didn't really go well 
Um, then there's been other times like Adam22 from the No Jumper Show. Um, I met met up with him from that because Young Pinch blew me off. And then I was like, yo, like I was supposed to meet your boy Young Pinch. Let me know if you want anything. Like, And then we ended up meeting up and I hooked him up with a pair of shoes. But it was still, that was still mainly an L there, you know? Um, there's another one that I wanted to fucking say. I can't even remember what it was. Um, oh, I worked a pizza job before and, um, wait, what did I work before? I don't even know. I, I think I worked one job before the pizza job, but I worked at a pizza job and, uh, it was just pretty shitty and I walked in there and he, I basically got fired before I quit. That's kind of how all my jobs go. I know I'm going to get fired so that I, that I just quit so I could like look like I fucking or feel, I guess, better about myself. But I knew he was going to fire me because I showed up like four hours late. So right when I walked in, he started bitching at me. And then I was like, dude, you know what? Fuck you. I don't even care. I quit. <laughs> and in his mind, he was probably like, I, I mean, sick. Like I was going to fucking fire you anyways. Um, let's see what else. Um, another one is, uh, YouTube was definitely an L, you know what I mean? I tried to, I tried to start up the fucking YouTube thing. I spent like 200 bucks on a light. I bought a really nice microphone. I like had people fucking film me and go around with me and I took a lot of time into it and then I just fucking gave up on that. Um, let's see what else. I also gave up on, what the fuck? I literally just paused and drank water and then recorded because I had all these fucking ideas and now I'm lost now I lost them again oh the vape company got shut down and I got billed a ton of money for that that sucked when I was 17 years old I tried to open up a vape company PayPal found out that I was under 17 and then some fucking come other like company called me and said like you could get fucking arrested for this you're not allowed to be selling tobacco products like as a sole proprietorship, let alone as a fucking 17 or 16 year old. Um, and then I got a bill for like $800 because they were charging me for all the transactions that I made. They basically took the, I basically had to pay them all back. You know what I mean? I sold like, I sold like $1,700 my first two months and it was of e-liquid. So it was like $18 sales. It was a lot of fucking sales. I had people in Florida, Ohio, Canada. Like, I was shipping e-liquid fucking worldwide in just two months. And then I got a bill, and it was like, you got to fucking pay this, uh, and you could get arrested if you don't. So I stopped that, um, and then there was another one. I got, which this was like my first time, and this is also good for all you young resellers out there. Uh, my first time I ever did like a big deal. Actually, no, it's not my first time. My first time in a while, I, I used to sell a ton of shoes, then I took a break. Then when I came back into it, uh, Venmo was just like starting up. I think it was like 2015 or 16. I took like a year long break and when I came back, PayPal was already a thing and Venmo was like new. So the, I had a customer from Instagram and he was like trying to order two pairs of shoes and a pair of pants or something. They were like Bape pants, super limited. Uh, and he was like, I'll just PayPal you. So I was like, all right, like give me two days because it says I need two days to wait until it gets in my account. It wasn't instant at the time. So I sent his pro, or I actually waited for the money to go through and then I pulled it out um, into, my pay or into my Venmo balance. So now I was like, all right, I got the money, I'm fine. So I sent out his products. Then he called Venmo 
and reported me for using Venmo as a business and he got all of his money back and it was like $1,600 and it was fucking big L nation, okay? That was fucked. Um, that was the most money I've ever lost on one deal and a lot of it was like, like it wasn't a big profit deal. It was just like my fucking money. Um, so that was unfortunate. And for all you younger resellers out there, what I was going to say is never ship first until you literally can pull the money out cash. Um, and if you have to do like, if you want to do a trade with someone where you have to send them a pair and then they send you a pair, I will vouch to be your middleman. Uh, I'll have one person send me the pair, the other person send me the pair so I know both people did their part and then I'll ship them out. Let me do it. Fucking text me, DM me. Or you can't text me. DM me on Instagram at Angelo underscore Blando. If you ever need a middleman to do a deal, let me know. Don't ship first unless you have your shit back or unless you have your cash first because it's not worth risking $300 or $700 or more uh, to make fucking 18% of that in profit or whatever your margins are. So let me know if you need someone. Um, so that was a little bit of my, my L's that I've taken in life. And now for my announcement, which I'm super fucking hyped up for this, um, which by the way, I'm very thankful for every single fucking L I've taken. And I was, and I, I look at the best out of all these things, you know, YouTube got me really comfortable in front of a camera and it got me really comfortable even in front of a microphone and just being myself. And like when I started doing YouTube, even though I didn't become some YouTube phenomenon, um, I'm thankful that I did it because it made me have confidence in like my humor. A lot of people that did watch, even though it was a small amount of people, um, the 200 that watched loved it. You know what I mean? They all thought it was really great. I had like one or two people that thought it was shitty. Um, I did enjoy doing it as well. It was really fucking fun. I plan to do it again someday. I don't think I'm like super done with it. Uh, it's just my time right now is fucked. Um, so yeah, and the... Uh, the modeling gig thing, that was, I took a lot from that too. Being in a huge trade show at the age of 16 years old was fucking unreal. Having people work with you that are adults, it just gave me a very mature fucking vibe. Um, I'm thankful for a lot of the things that I've done, whether they've gone right or wrong. So being able to look at negative shit in a good way, like months later or years later, that's a good fucking thing to have as well. Um, so the announcement is this. You guys know that I've worked with Sam Roberts a ton the past two years. He was one of my first big like celebrity customers that I've ever had. And he was definitely the first um, like higher profile person that I could really connect with. Uh, when I met him, when I met him, I don't know why I choked up there. When I met him, we were in New York and we went out to eat. And I came to the Sirius Radio headquarters and I got to see Howard Stern and fucking This Is 50, whatever that show is called. What the fuck's his name? Um, <laughs> no, I can't think of his name. Fuck. It's the guy that had uh, Shia LaBeouf on his fucking freestyle. Whoever that guy is. I'm drawing a blank right now. But I saw a bunch of like huge Sirius XM radio podcast hosts or just show hosts in general um, and it was fucking unreal. And I saw the like Sam Roberts and Jim Norton show where their headquarters is. I got to go in there and see how they record and everything. There was like an NFL broadcasting one. Um, it was just awesome. After that, he invited me to his house 
and we hung out at his house. We talked about wrestling. We talked about podcasting and what my future is in podcasting. Um, he showed me his inside. Like, in his house, he has a studio, and he has, like, fucking eight cameras that are bolted to the walls, and they're, like, hanging down, or to the ceiling, and they're hanging down, and they could, like, move with his set. It's it's unreal. Um, it literally looks like some fucking movie set type of shit, and it's in his house. Um so that was beyond inspiring. Uh, and just to meet him and he had such open arms and willing to help me out and kind of be my mentor in this whole podcasting um, journey that I'm going through right now. Uh, he has a huge part of that. So the other day we were talking about shoes and we we're just texting and he was like, you know, man, I'm, I'm thinking of like coming up with my own network that I want to do. So it would be like Netflix or like Hulu where I'm just like the hub of a ton of s smaller podcasts. There's not really anything that's like that. Obviously there's iTunes and SoundCloud, but those are more of just like, that's fucking everything. There's nothing really exclusive about this. So he wants to make Not Sam Network, which would be like a little branch off of his podcast. Um, and he would have like comedy shows. He would have, I don't even know. I'm, this is me saying this part. Uh, I'd imagine there would just be different categories and different shows that, that represent each category. That's kind of what we talked about. And he was like, instead of me doing a, a sneaker podcast, why don't you just be the person to represent sneakers and comedy? And I was like, fucking holy shit. Like I'd be more than down. So he told me that he's going to announce this Not Sam Network, I think at the end of this month, um, which should be like, or the, at the end of October. Um, October, he's bringing his first show on, um, and then I'm going to be the second show in December, or in November, what the fuck? So in November, I'm signing with Not Sam uh, Network, and I'm going to be on there, and he's going to be able to share his audience. It's really amazing what he's doing. Rather than like, it's not really anything I'm doing besides just keep doing my show. Um, but he's just giving smaller podcasts a chance to like really just blow up and a chance to put that, like put my podcast in front of 100,000 people and see what they think. It's like a fucking true test and uh, opportunity for me. And I'm super thankful to have this um, and have him as a fucking friend to give me this opportunity. So that's pretty huge. Hopefully the people, like his fans, like it because I'd imagine once he announces this, he's got like 100,000 listeners or more. They're all probably going to be like wanting to check out uh, these other shows. So if you're listening to this right now or you happen to listen to this in the future and you're from Sam Roberts, I hope you fucking like my show, okay? It's a little bit different than Sam's show and here's what we talked about after that, I told him, you know, I could get fucking raunchy on the show. I get weird. I talk about some weird shit. My language is very foul. Um, but it's like, this is my way of comedy. And he was like, I don't want to kill your creativity. I'm not trying to fucking stop anything. Like, you do you. Make it your show. That's what I want from it. Like, I want to be able to see if people enjoy your show. I want to give you an opportunity and put you in front of a ton of people um, and give you a chance to... I guess, like, get fucking way bigger. So um, I kept saying, like, should I stop talking about sex? Should I not talk about weird shit? Should I not talk about scary whatever? And he was like, no, do your thing, man. The only thing he asked me to do was to make it, like, split the, the kicks and giggles pretty even. So right now my outline of the show is 10 minutes of 
usually around 10 minutes of question and answer or fan topics. Then you get like 25 minutes of my own topics or comedy bits. And then you get 10 minutes of sneakers at the end. So the new outline is probably going to be 20, it's going to be 30 minutes of my shit and then 20 minutes of sneaker talk. Um, I'm thinking that's what it's going to be. So we might start getting into an hour or I'm going to do, because I really like that, like a lot of people are here for the comedy and Although I have a ton of people who are also here for the sneakers, uh, it's like, I don't know. The my, my vision for this podcast was to kind of open the door in my fucking personal, like, comedy world and let you guys in on what my fucking, my mind is all about. Rather than like, hey, look at these fucking shoes. But now, instead of giving, like, just my opinion on shoes... Um, now that I'm going to do a longer show and it's going to be more sneakers and more comedy, um, it's going to be, I'm probably going to do like a little sneaker review in the show. I'm going to do uh, a little bit on what is rising in the market and what's dropping. I'm going to do bits on what you should be buying if you're a reseller, what's a good shoe to pre-order. It's going to be a lot of like good fucking sneaker content. I think I started this show out with pretty good sneaker content. And then as I started getting more into comedy, I started worrying less about the shoes and I don't want to be like that. It's fucking, it's a part of the show. And he's just saying to fucking amplify the sneaker part. So, um, probably starting episode 25, cause this is episode 22 and I still got about a month episode 25 or 27. It's probably going to be like 10 minutes of question and answer or guest topic. Then it's going to be 20 minutes of comedy and then 20 minutes of shoes. And the shoe part's going to be way fucking better. Um, so that's that. And now I got to fucking go to work and there's not really a shoe part for today's episode because I just fucking explained that was the shoe part. Um, was me explaining what the new shoe part's going to be. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't fucking know, you guys. Let me know if you like that idea. I'm super excited to fucking get this opportunity. The worst thing that could go, like the worst case scenario is he could be like, hey man, you can't fucking talk about this shit. Here's your warning. If you do it again, I'm going to fucking ban you or kick you off of the network. And then that's what fucking happens. But I think it's going to be great. And I'm I'm ready to see what happens from it. So that's my announcement. And uh, not really any shoe part. Sorry. I'm working on it. I, I need to get it. I don't want to give you shitty shoe parts. You know what I mean? I don't think it's cool to give my opinion on shoes anymore. I, it needs to be better than that. So I need to improve. So let me take today to fucking make sure I have a new outline. And by next week, uh, I'm going to start implementing that little fucking better sneaker part for you guys. All right. Um, my, my goal is to fucking be better for you guys. All right. I'm doing this for you. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day. If you go to Woodfield Mall, visit me and fucking go to Stan's Donuts and bring me one. All right? Uh, Have a beautiful week. Let me know what you thought of the podcast. And uh, I love you all.